28 minutes before the top of the hour, this portion of the show being brought to you by my friends at Sovereign Laboratories. They're the makers of Colostrum LD. You've heard me brag about them. Hey, go to BillMartinezLive.com, click on their banner ad, and get back on the road to the health. This is, uh, you will find, make a huge difference for you as it did for me. Hey, look, at uh, it's back to school time, huh? <laughs> you can hear the kids go, ah, yeah. You know, this is coming back from Hawaii. We're sitting uh, next to a group of kids there in our row. And I go, oh, are you excited to get back to school? Uh, you know, and the parents are going, you know, they're high-fiving, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's always that interesting dynamic that goes on about this time of year, but, uh, you know, as our children do kick off another school year, uh, you might want to consider just for a moment the importance of school buses and how they get to class now. A recent study released by Georgia State University linked, uh, believe it or not, lower emission buses exhaust to improved academic performance. Makes sense when you think about it, you know, we've been kind of casual and you just didn't really come to mind, but here's this study comes up and it's right there in black and white and you go, wow, why didn't I think of that, you know? And uh, here to talk about it and uh, break down the research for us and what it all means to students is Tucker Perkins. He is the president and CEO of the Propane Education and Research Council. Tucker, welcome to the show. How are you? Well, good morning, Bill. Thanks for having me. Hey, good to have you here. I mean, this is like one of those things, that, you know, you go, wow, that makes sense. You know, why didn't I think about this before, right? Yeah, I think, you know, those of us that have really fought for clean transportation in schools didn't really surprise us as we talked to parents and teachers and even administrators about the impact of having children ride to school in a healthier bus, in a quieter bus, and really what that means. I think as I looked at the details of this study, the other thing is, and I hadn't thought about it a lot, is we actually are able to send kids to school more often because children aren't at home sick with the uh, issues around asthma or bronchitis. So those children that suffer from lung health, giving them a cleaner ride to school allows them to be in school more frequently. And that combined with a quieter, healthier ride it, it begins to manifest itself in better attendance, better listening, and now better test taking. So this study didn't really surprise us uh, when it came out. Yeah, because there's been a movement, and I think you and I talked about this before, if I remember, Tucker, about, you know, school buses and you say well this is this is a good thing but then when you get into a study like this it just shows you uh, how uh, much more benefit is involved here when we're looking at these particular issues when uh, you know heretofore it's always been hey can we just get kids to school can we have a school in operation uh, now we're dealing with some of the nuance which is uh, you know probably you know like again one of those things you say wow, why didn't we think about this you know earlier I mean, this just makes so much common sense, right? Yeah, school buses fueled by propane really started with a concern over emissions. Actually, it started in Boston, where the mm -hmm. superintendent there actually saw what the children were exposed to as they were waiting for the bus, and he got on the bus and saw, you know, or smelled, frankly, what the bus smelled like inside. He said, these children, you know, deserve a better ride to school than this dirty air. We focused beyond that on the money saving, and, and really when you can save money, what that means to a school system, but this study at Georgia State really brings it all together and began to talk about if you can have a child arrive to school healthier and quieter, how that transcends to testing. And so we're, we're really glad to see that it supports what we thought all along, that if you give a, a child a chance 
to have a healthier bus, you give a school a chance to have a less expensive bus, then all of a sudden school schooling is impacted so positively. We did a study that said if we can if we took all the diesel buses around the country and had them operate on propane, we'd save enough money to hire twenty three thousand teachers nationally. Wow. It really it really begins to impact schooling, school transportation in a much positive way. Tucker, that's that's huge. I mean this is significant. You know this kind of impact that it has i mean you talk about when 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 i mean does anybody lose in this process yes often when i talk about uh propane transportation the story is so good i'm looking for something that you know is realistic i mean i'm, I'm a realistic person and i want to mm. present the facts but as we transition from diesel school buses to propane school buses it's better for the children it's better for the drivers, it's better for the environment in which these school buses drive, and it makes the schools financially stronger. It is the classic win, win, win. Exactly. Um, in terms of buses that have been converted, uh, what is the penetration of propane buses in, uh, in school districts across the country? Are we 50% or are we 75%? Where, where are we on that? Well, I think people are surprised when we talk about it, but today about 18,000 buses delivered about 1.1 million children to school in uh, propane-powered buses. And so we can find them in 48 of the 50 states and so the transformation is beginning. I mean, we're, we're certainly a very small percentage of all student transportation, but we see schools that have a commitment now, they have begun to make this transformation. Their commitment is to be 100% propane fueled as they replace their aging and dirty diesel buses. Now, well, you got to think with evidence like this, I mean, if that doesn't motivate you all the more, and all it takes is, uh, uh, you know, whether a bus driver themselves, you know, to be, you know, saying, hey, enough of this stuff, or even the kids, you know, because, you know, this is what you love about the kids, because they're so honest, they'll just say, that bus stinks, yeah. <laughs> you know. And we first heard that from bus drivers themselves about how much more they preferred to, to drive a propane bus that it was quieter, it was more powerful. The emissions were not inside the bus. Remember, you know, most buses are not air conditioned, so what's inside the bus is the same as what's outside the bus. And so to give these children a chance to ride to school in a quieter, cleaner, healthier environment is monumental, not just for the bus driver, but certainly for the children. It has, you know, we, we talk about the environmental experience on the bus, but that translates into the classroom as well as what you were pointing out earlier. Yeah, and the study from Georgia State really begins to confirm what we had heard from bus drivers and parents and teachers is that these children were coming to school calmer and got into learning mode faster. And that translates to a big change in the school day for the student and the teacher. Uh, Tucker, what's the what's the cost differential between a, a propane-powered bus and a diesel? Yeah, a propane bus may cost about three to five thousand dollars more, so slightly more. I mean, a bus can cost a hundred thousand dollars, so mm. it's not a material difference, but certainly is a slight difference. But most school systems will see that savings uh, paid back in the first year. Most school districts will talk about saving three to five thousand dollars per bus. 
per year. And we love it when they start talking about not just dollar savings, but what they do with those savings. Omaha Public Schools said in their first in the first wave of propane buses that they had saved enough money to hire three or four new teachers. And, and that's where you begin to really impact education by changing the fuel and all of a sudden now you've changed how we learn and the quality of the tools we get to teach with. Right. Well, you've got healthier kids coming to class, so uh, less kids staying at home. And as we know, that doesn't work for the school system uh, because uh, we need to have uh, numbers of bodies. So if you have more bodies consistently going to class, i got to imagine that has an effect on the revenue base as well. And I think one of the things that has surprised me as I've worked with this over the last decade or so is to see the number of children that are affected by childhood asthma, other chronic yes. you know, lung diseases, and the impact of giving them a cleaner ride to school, a healthier ride to school, the impact that makes on their own education just by being able to feel better in the classroom and be in the classroom. We created a website for parents that want to engage in this. That website is betterourbuses.com, and it really is a forum for parents to learn about how to engage in this conversation in their own school system. Well, that's great. Well, you were reading my mind because I was going to ask uh, more information, but also, where else is propane being used? we got about 20 seconds left, real quick. Well, propane has always been used in homes and farms and industries across the country, but where we love to feature it today is in these uses to replace diesel or replace gasoline in transportation. So that vehicle that delivers a package to your door could very well be fueled with propane, making a difference in your community.